0: Welcome to the Midwest Nice Podcast, the show with honest political discourse, Dipton Ranch. This is your host, John Flynn, and today I'm joined by Lauren Kaufman and Amy Lipka. Keep your accent strong and the all day IPA close by, because you're going to need it. Let's get the show started. Two weeks off, and I literally cannot get through the intro. For the listeners out there, first time, my voice cracked like a prepubescent boy, as it does sometimes, and then I messed up saying the name of All Day IPA. And here's,
1: here's the thing, We're off John. to a great start. The hours that you spend on post-production of this podcast, mm-hmm. no one even needed to know. I
0: yeah. wanted you
2: to keep them all in, so... <laughs>
0: Hours and hours of post-production. Steven,
2: Steven, cut
0: this out. Yeah, our intern, Steven.
2: (laughs) Don't talk about our competitors. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. plug for a different
0: podcast. Yeah, yeah, Who's not our sponsor, but
2: maybe. Is that how that works? Can you get sponsored by another podcast?
0: Sure, they have money, don't they? Yep. Um, Uh Yeah, so we had a quick two-week summer vacation based on some extenuating circumstances.
2: Also, I think since the last time we recorded... John got engaged
0: oh shit <laughs> I did I did I got engaged congrats My John lovely don't girlfriend congratulations. Kelsey
2: congratulations don't sound too excited
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the t- it's the pe- is, it's the NPR tone I try to is, attain it's that <laughs> post engagement glow he's
1: yeah. just he mm-hmm. doesn't sound like it It'll but he's up. so excited mm-hmm. grinning
0: from ear to ear all the time <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so a lot of, yeah a lot's happened in the last two weeks I uh Got engaged, and then I went to New Orleans for a week, which is a great time. Uh, if anyone hasn't been down there before, I'd highly recommend it.
2: I, Lauren and I didn't do anything. I went to Target
1: twice.
0: <laughs> so you know, equal ordered a couple of pizzas. <laughs> equal vacation. Yeah, a great time. Yeah, for the July equally is
1: exciting news. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Celebrate America how you choose to.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. or the, not,
2: you know. Or yeah,
0: not. most of the people in our office were gone for at least summer last week. And I bef- was
2: here the whole time, <laughs> and I was the only one. You were.
0: Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> what did you do all day?
2: <laughs> Nothing. Was it you and
0: was anyone else even there for most of the time?
2: Uh, there is like I a was constant like three people. I, I over uh, two days, days a week, that I'm normally here, yeah, so yeah, I didn't go. really miss there any time go.
0: in the office. Yeah, Fourth of the July last week, so a lot of people had time off. The week before that, I forget. I think we were just really busy and I didn't have time to write the scripts, so we just decided to make we're, it a summer vacation.
2: We were just like, no. Or was let's there something else last
0: Monday were, that I don't I think even you were remember? Also gone.
2: Yeah. And on you're oh, never here yeah. anymore. I had
0: something to do right after work. I remember it now.
2: Was it by an engagement ring?
0: <laughs> no. Uh, f- I think it that wasn't was pick a- no, it was the we- yeah, it was the it was the weekend before, yeah, so I could have announced it on that Monday, but we didn't do the episode that week.
2: Anyway, so that's our <laughs> weeks. How was your guys' weeks? Yeah, just kidding. We'll just put people in like a out there who
0: are listening,
1: free <laughs> to tell us. We'll say a couple of. Oh yeah, really? That was
2: great. Oh my gosh, good Seriously? for you. Good.
0: Yeah, ah. but luckily while we were gone, absolutely nothing happened in the world of politics. So you know it was a good time to take off. No big news. Should I just like start no.
2: crying on air? Yeah.
0: yeah. Nothing. Nothing of it. real importance.
2: Could you imagine
1: if we actually like didn't read the news for two weeks and then just that would it be while a, we were sitting here? that, that would be a great podcast.
0: Would be people who <laughs>
2: just make up the news that guy even, in the pig farm in ohio do you had mean
0: the alex jones the show <laughs> um <laughs> that's great no even better would be we don't read it until while we're actually on air like we oh all refuse God. to look at anything and then we look at the past week <laughs> that's actually a great idea for a podcast
2: again crying on the we air call it
0: ignorance is bliss <laughs>
2: if i could stay off twitter i would volunteer but i can't <laughs> if i didn't have to know something for my job yeah
0: <laughs> yeah anyways right. okay. yeah so speaking of nothing happening in politics mm-hmm. uh the uh the primaries are coming up pretty close. Uh August <laughs> <laughs> I should know this. August seventh <laughs> is really important for my for job. Michigan, August
2: fourteenth for Wisconsin. August seventh. Yep. Um
1: Today is the last day to register. Well, this Tuesday or Monday when we're talking right now, is the last day to register to vote. So, so this is not helping anyone. When you hear anyone. this, it's too late. We're not helping anybody. <laughs> you can't register for the primary anymore, but try it in the general. Also, if you're listening to this, you should be registered to vote.
2: So, mm-hmm. yeah. There's but only like a hundred of you. Come on, guys. <laughs> Get your shit together.
0: Come on. Don't vote third party. <laughs> don't, don't be a moron.
2: Is that our new bumper sticker? Yeah, don't vote third party. Don't be a moron.
0: Agree. Throw your vote away. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so anyways, along with those primaries, there's a, uh, we've been talking about the blue wave quite a bit. Would you agree?
1: I do not use that phrase, but folks have. I've seen it on Twitter (laughs)
2: a bit.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, so there's a decent chance that here in Michigan, which has been um, controlled by the Republican Party in all three branches for eight how long is it eight years for
1: ev- like for, for my r- whole life
0: yeah for a, long, a real long fucking yeah, for a hundred years um, but yeah there's a there's a there's a real chance that they could flip the state house and there's a chance that they could break the super majority that's in the state senate um, and looking like good chances for a democratic governor as well so it could be a big uh yeah we're we're knocking on their fake wood table here right now <laughs>
2: um, i just want to let everyone know that lauren's not a hundred Seem <laughs> <so> horrible, <laughs> That's not what I meant God, by a hundred years.
0: years. Yeah. So right now, the um, uh, in the state house, there's a sixty-three to forty-seven GOP majority, and in the state senate, there's a twenty-seven to eleven supermajority. Um, there's a lot of optimism happening right now because of uh, increased liberal enthusiasm due to all of the uh, crazy shit happening at the federal level. Um,
1: so here's my here's my issue with the term blue wave. Mm-hmm. Tides, from my understanding of science, they come in and then they go
0: back out mm. again. So we're looking for a tsunami.
1: You know, maybe not. Because it goes in like and brings the, We want to bring the water table blue, with it. Blue, but not <laughs> destructive. You know, mm. it could be like a like something last, like a hex. Or like a, a hex. monument? <laughs> a blue is, hex. Are there good hexes? Or I think it's just like a like a blue
2: spell. If a woman laughs, who's a witch. Mm. <laughs> that one's true. I did go to the
0: yeah, there was the voodoo museum down in New Orleans, so maybe we should have done John. A hex.
2: John yeah. on that. Yeah,
0: I went to the museum of death. It's more into that. Pretty okay, crazy. we can <laughs>
2: talk about that later for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. And the World War Two Museum. So <laughs> These are all
2: different podcasts just, that
0: we're going to start right now. <laughs> it went to the normal stuff, too.
1: Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of my issue with the blue wave is, like, people are treating it as, like, a very, like, in mm-hmm. 2000, I think it was 2008, like, I saw newscasts where they said the Republican Party was over, mm-hmm. and as a 17 year old I thought that that was the future mm. um, and so I just think like hopefully it'll be an opportunity for us to prove ourselves in the majority like I hope we get yeah. good people in and they do good things and the people of Michigan and the country trust Democrats but we can't you know just mm-hmm. stop Storm in and then expect things to be that way forever.
2: Another criticism that I've heard is just like the idea that the blue wave implies that we don't have to like, do anything to get there, which I get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that, like, obviously having people at the top with like Senate and congressional and gubernatorial seats will help usher in like the next wave mm-hmm. of like state senators and state house reps and things like that down ballot. But I also think that it's, like, not true that no one is working towards this because I think that we're seeing a lot of engagement and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, voters getting out there and, you know, grassroots people getting out there and fighting for things that we haven't seen in a long time. So, yeah, I do get that criticism, but I don't think it's necessarily super true, but I get that we don't want to get complacent.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important is like also putting the emphasis on the grassroots folks, the people mm-hmm. who are knocking doors, the people who are making phone calls, texting, those sorts of things, um because like we really have an opportunity to like build a democratic movement, to like build a new generation of democrats and if we just keep the focus on really cool candidates who are doing cool stuff, like it's mm-hmm. important to see that, but it's also important to remember that like you can only be a state representative for six years. Somebody's going to have to replace you. So if you find a really great field organizer and like help invest them in the process, that might be the next person.
2: And that's a really mm-hmm. cool opportunity to, to mentor yeah. new people. Mm-hmm. And that lays the groundwork for people to be, because like you said, you can only be a state house rep for six years, but you can be a grassroots organizer or like a volunteer for your whole life. Right. And that's like a lot of, A thing that a lot of people are getting into that they've never done before i think Mm -hmm. is like volunteering and knocking doors and getting you know people to sign petitions and that's something that you can once you're keyed into how to do that you can keep doing again and again yeah
0: Hmm. yeah and something else big that's been happening along with this that could possibly bolster the democrats chances is a lot of uh redistricting movements that have been happening right now to try Mm -hmm. to fight uh gerrymandering which is part of the reason why Uh, The Republican Party has been able to maintain such a stronghold in the state. Um, For those of you who don't know, gerrymandering is basically redrawing uh, voting districts to favor a certain party um, by putting, you know, all of the people of a certain party into one district and uh, to try to rig the odds in your favor. And obviously, this has had a lot of uh, racist implications and um, things like that for quite a long time. So. It's definitely gained more momentum. I think in this election, it it, it always seems to gain like some momentum before elections, and then people forget about it. Mm-hmm. But this seemed to come up almost immediately after the last election. Yeah, um,
1: I think a couple of reasons for that is um, both the fact that I mean, obviously, it doesn't impact the electoral college, but you saw like Donald Trump didn't get the majority of the votes, and that happens in a lot of places. Like Michigan mm-hmm. has a very narrow. I think they had a very narrow. Republican majority of, like, House votes, congressional votes, but ended up getting, like, most of the seats in the state in a way that wasn't proportionate, and also um, kind of the dismantling the Voting Rights Act in um, the Supreme Court, and it's not something... I think it affects, like, two townships in the state of Michigan. It tends to be a Southern thing, but um, it is a problem, and it allows these things to be a lot easier, so I'm glad to see that states, like, people in individual states are taking it on as their Mm -hmm. mantle this year.
2: So... Question for you guys, so we're it's looking pretty likely that the anti gerrymandering thing is going to be on the ballot, the ballot mm-hmm. measure so and it's pretty likely or at least more likely than it has been in the past that people are gonna vote for it to mm-hmm. read to you know redraw the lines so do we think that's actually going to happen though, even if people vote for it? do we like because it goes up to a certain a certain level of government and then people have to decide and i know in north carolina right they like they voted the people voted for it and then it got shot down in their supreme court so i'm just wondering if this is like something i should get excited about so or something always, that i should get yeah, excited. there can about.
1: always be legal challenges to laws and what's currently happening now is the voters not politicians initiative is going mm-hmm. to be in front of the supreme court to determine if it's there are some changes to the constitution that you have to have a constitutional convention and some of them can Mm -hmm. be made by the voters in this way. So the Supreme court has to make that decision. I think it's a pretty, you know, they're saying that because they might change too many parts of the constitution that it would need to be a convention. But I think it's, you Mm -hmm. know, other bodies have been pretty clear that this is a choice
2: that the voters can make. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, okay. It looks like, They, in North Carolina, temporarily blocked it. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. I just realized maybe I made that up and I didn't want to say that without editing myself.
1: Any law, right, can be, the Supreme Court can determine whether or not that's, you know, in their purview to Mm -hmm. make those decisions. But the state Supreme Court and then I guess it could be taken
2: higher. Um, mm. Yeah, so and that I'm would sure, be a sure. Whoever the, the new looks like, they're still they're still arguing about it at many mm. levels. So yeah. I'm sure
0: whoever gets picked for the new seat on the federal Supreme Court will be staunchly in favor of mm. ending gerrymandering.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, <laughs> downer. Uh, yeah. Something else that uh, a lot of these uh, articles about it I mentioned too is that that I found interesting was that. Um, Detroit area suburbs, so Metro Detroit, uh, could possibly where be big places where the Republican Party could lose in the 39th, 40th, and 41st districts. There are incumbents who are leaving office due to term limits, and these are mostly moderate leaning neighborhoods that um, elected these Repo- uh, Republican representatives, but. Trump already didn't do very well in these areas, so they have pretty high potential to potentially switch over to the Democrat side. Which, yeah, Metro Detroit's always been interesting, because when you're, like, in it, it's, guy like, I grew up in Metro Detroit, it doesn't feel like this, like, staunchly, you know, conservative kind of place, but then a lot of the elected representatives coming out of there are... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I the don't Republican side.
1: know that much about a lot of these districts, but I feel like the 39th district has been targeted for mm-hmm. kind of a long time, mm-hmm. and it seems like, especially with so many young people moving in, whether it's because they went to one of our great public universities here in Michigan, <laughs> um, or just because they're moving back home, I feel like there is a really good chance to flip some of these districts, because those are places young people want to be. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, hit the music a little early, but... Uh, <laughs> I th- guess this, we're uh, not
2: talking about that anymore. i being played off?
0: Yeah, but anyways, so Wrap this segment uh, fits perfectly into our little break. Uh, we have a special edition of the game we've been playing lately. Uh, because, you know, it's 2018 and there's been a big... A wave of female candidates running for office. So we're going to do Florida woman versus Michigan woman. How
2: progressive is it? Just about women doing great things. Uh, it is, is not. It, is it about uh, women committing weird crimes? It's <laughs> a, it's it's
0: about women <laughs> committing weird crimes. Um, yes. But you know, it was time. We'd had we'd had two rounds of this with mm-hmm. Michigan man versus Florida man. So we're going to do Michigan woman versus. Speaking of which, Florida Lauren, woman. how's
2: your uh, organized gambling? Thing going. Thank you, Amy. No one ever asks. It's good. Now that the feds
1: are watching us, it's a little tricky. Everyone saw Ocean's Eight, and now Mm. I have to. Lauren, I'm so
2: sorry if you end up getting in trouble for me constantly making that (laughs) joke.
0: I don't could think be. anyone who's ever list. met
1: me thinks I'm capable of organizing oh, any sort of Lauren, you could do anything ring. you put your mind
2: to.
0: She's on a yeah. list somewhere. Yeah, I'm sorry I uh, Oscar-speeched you <laughs> out of that. I, ex- I legitimately was, accidentally hit the music. Here's the thing. They never play yeah. off
2: Merrill. John, you have to know
0: that. Sorry. All right, let's, let's get uh, Anyways, started. yeah, so same as before, there's going to be four news stories. Um, there's not a set number of Michigan versus Florida ones. Uh, you just have to guess where it's coming from. So the first story is blank woman may have served ex lovers' remains at barbecue. Uh I've been, details I've been watching this. a lot of uh murder stuff on Netflix lately, so there's this there's, there's some darker some darker stories Okay, this also
2: week. may have? What does that mean? Um
0: it'll make sense when I get details I was okay, about I could, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, blank woman may have served ex-lover's remains at barbecue. Is that I assumed these uh, going Michigan to or be, Florida?
1: These were going to be lady-specific crimes, but... Mm, well, I think <laughs> that's <What>? sexist, <laughs> <laughs> L-
0: Women can commit the same crimes that men can. Oh, okay. uh... <laughs> Just as good, if not better, <laughs> than men can kill and possibly eat people.
1: <laughs> um, I know, I saw Sweeney Sorry. Todd. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, I know read. Or I saw this article and I didn't read it. I'm going to say
2: Florida woman. Okay. I'm also going to say Florida woman because I don't want that to be here. Okay.
0: Well, uh, you're let's, both let's, wrong. It was Michigan yeah. woman may have served X lovers remains of barbecue. So this article was interesting because it was actually about uh, they're making a TV documentary about this. Um There's a a docu-series on Investigation Discovery called Dead North that's all about... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I've never seen it, but apparently it's...
1: I was hoping this would make swamp murders, but that's a good one, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so apparently this one is about... And this was in the UP. Uh, Part of the article title was at UP Barbecue, so I actually had to (laughs) take that out to not give it away. But um, So yeah, in the new documentary, authorities allege that a serial killer and her husband... So she was a serial killer chopped up and killed her former lover and then served his remains at a neighborhood barbecue in 2014
2: okay so this wasn't this year so i feel UP slightly better serial killer there's a yeah. lot of details to this story and yeah. then also I didn't, I didn't and
0: again. also later so it was it's alleging that this woman and her husband killed and chopped this guy up and tried to feed him to people and then later on the woman i think what she actually got arrested for is she killed the husband She injected him with a lethal dose of heroin in 2016.
2: So what happens when two serial killers work together?
1: Women always have to do the same things as men, except backwards and heels, and then murder their
0: husbands. Yeah, so her name is Kelly Cochran. Uh, Sounds like a politician name, actually. Uh, So Cochran, 36, admitted in court that she and her husband lured her lover, Chris Regan, inside their home, shot and dismembered him in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Cochran said she and her husband had made a pact that they would get rid of anyone involved in their extramarital affairs. So apparently... Um, I don't. That sounds weird was because it's the like husband that killed her. I don't know. I'm they, not gonna try to understand her. Something
2: that they came to in like counseling it was like, you just have to kill you're, everyone. You're right. You gotta yeah. do. You <laughs> gotta do
0: more things together. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta appreciate each other. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting story. I'm looking forward to seeing that. On uh, so yeah, it's on Investigation Discovery. Is the channel? I don't think I get that channel though. I'll try to find out we'll I'll give you my login. It. Yeah. Um. All right next uh next story blank woman reported to jury duty with cocaine blank woman reported to jury duty with cocaine what do we think
2: i'm gonna say michigan and i don't i don't really have a reason okay i'm gonna say florida
0: well, Warren's right. Florida woman reported to jury duty with cocaine. So a Florida woman who was summoned for jury duty was busted after allegedly bringing drugs with her while she fulfilled her civic duties, authorities said. i was um, just
1: wondering how they would find... Like, I went to jury duty and there was like a metal... Did, you, did you bring cocaine? Yeah. I brought cocaine and nobody said anything. Yeah. They were like <laughs> super chill about it.
0: Well, so the rest <laughs> well, of the story... So Christine Victoria Mittler, 39, went to the West Pasco Judicial Center to report for jury duty Monday, but was arrested after drugs were found on her person. Pasco County Sheriff's Office had Mittler settle off an alarm while going through security screenings at the courthouse entrance. The officer searched her and found packets of white powder in her cargo pants. She's wearing cargo pants. Uh, The substance (laughs) was later (laughs) confirmed to be cocaine. According to the officials, they also found straw traces of methamphetamine. Uh, the prospective juror admitted to officers that she forgot they were in her pants pocket, according to the news station reporting the story.
1: Could you imagine actually showing up for
2: jury duty? Like could the you number? imagine having that many pockets in any <laughs> garment? Lauren, you could you imagine? You shocking, the shocking part
0: about yeah. this story is that somebody wants jury duty, yes.
2: <laughs> no, but like, that, you would sh- that you would take the effort to
1: show up and not remove... Oh the drugs from your person i
0: thought you were trying to make a joke like can you imagine <laughs> no, like not can, lying to get out of jury duty
1: <laughs> no, but i cannot that's like the running joke is that everybody like doesn't show up for jury duty so yeah. the fact that you're just trying to do a civic duty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, i don't yeah maybe that's right drug users are <laughs> people I'm too lauren I'm drug sorry. users
0: are proud americans too
1: well i hope that woman has jurors <laughs> who are just as lax as she was <laughs> yeah that's what
0: we're rooting for. Uh, all right, next story. Blank woman reportedly shot husband and genitals during fight over air conditioning unit. (laughs) It's been very hot uh, in Michigan (laughs) lately, and so to be honest, I understand this one, but um, we'll see. Blank woman, or yeah, blank woman reportedly shot husband and genitals during fight over air conditioning unit.
1: Yeah, it was 95 this past week. I'm saying Michigan woman. Same.
0: (laughs) All right. It was Florida.
2: Thought it would trick you up. Uh, uh, it did, first, and I'm not doing great today.
0: Yeah. First of all, this takes place in Lake City, Florida, which I feel like half of the stories that I've done from Florida mm-hmm. all come of Lake City, so I don't know what's going on down there. There's
2: some really like, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed young <laughs> journalist in Lake City, Florida. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, Florida woman is in jail after she allegedly shot her estranged husband in the testicles during an argument about an air conditioning unit Uh, So her estranged husband and his brother came to her home last autumn to pick up her air conditioning unit because he wanted to sell it on Facebook. Uh, She sat on the unit to try to keep them from selling it and allegedly attempted to fend off her husband with a stun gun before shooting him in the testicles with a pink handgun. Hmm. Uh, Dunn allegedly told investigators that the shooting was unintentional and that she was only hoping to scare the men.
2: That seems right to me. Maybe don't scare him with a gun. Hmm. maybe don't try to take her air conditioning we
0: don't know how hot it was so this could be
2: (laughs) yeah
0: it's been it's been brutal lately and it was yeah it was brutal down in new orleans so i'm sure it was pretty similar over there um it's weird that they would try to sell it then well i guess yeah it wasn't his house he was trying to take it back from her and interesting
2: Hmm. Uh,
0: all right last story uh blank woman bites off part of man's ear at chinese restaurant hmm. blank woman bites off part of man's ear at chinese restaurant
2: I'm gonna go with florida okay
1: i also feel like florida
0: it's michigan
2: why are people why are women in michigan trying
0: to eat people all the time constantly uh so yeah mount clemens michigan a woman was arrested for allegedly biting off part of a man's ear during a fight with a man at a macomb county chinese restaurant on thursday night according to deputies they were called to china one restaurant at mount clemens when they arrived they found a man with his ear partially bitten off and a woman with a large bump on her forehead So the deputies say that uh, 24-year-old Jade Anderson walked into the restaurant complaining about her order. She was complaining to the owners, who are also victims in the assault. Uh, The victim's son was trying to translate what she was saying, got into an argument, and so Anderson pushed the son and threw her food onto the floor then started assaulting the female owner, and then uh, the guy stepped in between to try to protect her, and then Things escalated. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of difficult story to understand, but you, uh, you we get the gist. You remember
1: when Humans of New York came to Macomb County to mm-hmm. try to understand why the election went the way that it did? Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna,
2: just gonna. No throw. further comments. Yeah, no I will th- point th- th- out. Comments. I will
0: point out one more time that this happened in Mount Clemens. So uh,
2: I'm gonna go and ahead and say good. that not all Trump voters will bite people's ears off. <laughs> if <laughs> that <laughs> was what most. We wrote a statement,
0: Amy <laughs> most. But not all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when provoked.
0: <laughs> when provoked. um Yeah. So, what did we think of this uh, special?
1: I'm so disappointed song? in the women of Michigan. Yeah. That's I was I'm disappointed really in both of,
0: of you. You got most of them wrong. John. You, you think too highly. Like, you think too highly of your gender. I sure do. Yes. Yeah.
2: Get out, <laughs> the people of Michigan.
1: That's so upsetting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess you thought it was more. Yeah. You thought too highly of women okay. in Michigan. Right. You were yeah. assuming that it was all uh, Florida women. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Very easily could have been. Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's a good round. It's
1: been hot here
0: recently. Mm-hmm. It's been real hot. I can yeah. I can really understand <laughs> the air Uh Anyways, let's uh, let's get into a current event to round out this this nice little episode back from our vacation. Um. So this is a pretty. I feel like it's still flying under the radar, but I thought it was a pretty big story. So the there's been a lot of um, so yeah the the governor's race is getting close to the primary. It's heating up in Michigan, and there was a bunch of uh, ads that were seeming to come from a Democratic super PAC attacking uh, the apparent front runner in the race, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, come to find out that it was actually uh, a front, and it was a Republican group that was pretending to be a Democratic group who was funding these ads. Um, and then as they investigated more so they could see that um, it was uh, – well, let me just read the story. So a group of Lansing Republicans with close ties to the DeVos uh, family, so famous for um,
2: – Ruining public education. Ruining –
0: yeah, so Betsy DeVos is the Secretary of Education right now, and her family is very well known in Michigan. They started Amway, big, uh big uh, pyramid scheme scam company. Um, really not good people, do a lot of bad things in politics. Um, And so they launched this fake Democratic super PAC called Priorities for Michigan, uh, not to be confused with Priorities Michigan, to attack uh, former Senate Democratic leader Gretchen Whitmer in a series of new online ads uh, to attack her bid for governor. So... The new Dark Money Group shares a mailing address with the Republican organization, A League of Their Own, whose website lists former Republican House Speaker Jace Bulger and DeVos family political operative Tony Daunt as coaches. Um, And U.S. uh, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos pledged in early 2017 that she and her husband, Dick, would suspend their political contributions during her tenure under President Donald Trump. But Mm -hmm. now, state disclosure records are showing Dick DeVos last year contributed $3,000 to the Michigan Chamber of Commerce PAC, and $2,000 to Friends of West Michigan Businesses, Grand Rapids Area Chamber of Commerce PAC. That's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it doesn't seem like they are suspending election-related activities.
2: It doesn't, but also, what matters anymore? Nothing. 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 Do we know what these ads said?
0: Um... There was a picture on the article. It was if they're
2: on Facebook, I can look it up. It was
0: attacking her about. It was saying that she was taking big insurance money.
2: Oh, I saw those. Yeah, it? yeah,
0: yeah. It it was saying that she was uh, taking in uh, big corporate money donations from because they were trying to make it seem like they were um, like a far left republic or democratic group, and mm-hmm. so they were attacking her for taking some corporate PAC money from insurance companies. So, yeah, it turned out to be a ruse.
1: Nothing like a shady organization accusing candidates of taking shady contributions. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I don't... Yeah, this it isn't, like, inherently illegal what they're doing, but, you know, it's shady. It should be noted.
2: Well, is it not inherently illegal for them to be contributing to... Uh, no, I guess it's not.
0: Well, she just she just said, said that she, that wasn't, she wasn't going, going to, to, but I don't think yeah. they're beholden yeah. to that at all.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, no, this is all weird. And when you see an ad that seems like it's for or against a candidate think about where it's coming from think about whether or not that information makes sense if it seems too good or too bad to be true double check it cuz a lot of people as we've seen during the Trump administration do terrible things but a lot of times what people are doing you know might not be awful or good i don't know yeah. but check Where your facts are coming from when you see ads like this. What Mm -hmm.
0: do I do if I don't want to think, Lauren?
1: Well, then you know what? Just send me a tweet, and I'll tell you what you should think. Yeah. I'm still (laughs) going to vote, but
0: I don't want to have to think about it,
1: Lauren. Yeah. No, and that's fine. I offer this service to all of my friends and family. That's
0: my right as an American.
1: Vote, but let me tell you how to do it. Okay. Great. Is that legal? (laughs) (laughs) I, We've said a lot of things yeah, today. Yeah, I think it is. As long as you're doing the voting, you fill out the ballot.
0: Sure. I give you advice. That's fine. Well, you're not going to pay me to vote, though.
2: No, never. But would you? But would you pay <laughs> me to protest? That's all right, Soros. not illegal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't gotta think.
0: Bust in all those illegal immigrants. Um, yeah, this is. Yeah, I think this story is flying under the radar, but it's been a hot topic in our uh, in our office. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've seen a couple articles about it, but I haven't really, like, dug into it.
0: Yeah, well, it definitely coincides with all of the problems that have been happening lately with Facebook and other uh, advertising platforms, trying to fight back against fake news, and um, you have to list now where, like, the money for ads are coming mm -hmm. from. And
2: And also, what I'm doing right now (laughs) is I'm on facebook.com slash political (laughs) content ads, and I'm searching for these ads because you can search all political ads that have been up since May 7th, I think.
1: Yeah, and just to connect the dots for folks about why this is so gross is that Betsy DeVos basically got her seat in the Trump administration for be- because her family is made up of mega donors, one mm-hmm. of whom basically owns a private army. Google it. Um, but the fact that she's now helping to do this political work while she's supposed to be improving our schools and isn't doing that mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is a major so yeah hopefully she's not doing it in your state because she's doing it in ours
0: hopefully not um all right let's uh round it out with a quick uh quick silver linings it's going right in the world and this week we have a good uh real good local flavor story that um nobody outside of lansing michigan has definitely ever heard of anything (laughs) about so the title of the article is pants baby to be reunited with family after five weeks search Did you two see anything about this before this? Yes,
2: sure did. When I saw this headline, I could picture exactly what it was talking about. Followed the saga on Instagram. Yeah, (laughs) so
0: basically, I feel like I have to give like a gist of the story before I even read my points here. Is that this? um, There's a coffee shop in Lansing, really good coffee shop called Strange Matter um, that people post things on, and somebody had posted a lost or wanted sign. For this toy that they had accidentally sold from a garage sale, without realizing that it was really important to the daughter or something like that, and uh, they but on the 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 flyer they put the toy was pants baby, because <laughs> um, basically if you look at it I don't know a better way to describe it it's like a very creepy old doll. Like it's a terrifying. baby doll with no arms, but it has this big set of pants that are going like up to the neck. <laughs> it's really hard to describe. It's so,
2: exactly what it sounds yeah. like. It's, it's a, we will tweet a picture of it. Yeah. And it is terrifying, yeah.
0: But it became this like local meme over the past I don't know. Uh, well, it says five week search, so apparently it's been going on for a while. But I only learned about this in the ether like two or three weeks ago. So, the, the article says, um A mother who regrets selling her daughter's favorite toy at a moving sale in Lansing and who has scoured the city's east side trying to get it back said that she received some good news. Uh, Nicole Biber, 43, of East Lansing, said Thursday she's expected to meet next week with the woman who bought the four-inch pink-faced armless doll known as Pants Baby. The doll whom Biber and her daughters, age 8 to 17, identify as a boy has legs that are covered with a white pair of pants, hence the name uh pants baby is even more tragic than he used to be Viber said because his head got smashed somehow but he's still eminently lovable for over a month Biber, who also has a four-year-old son has tried to find the doll in lansing after she regrettably sold it at her may 27th moving sale on regent street so yeah she posted several lost flyers at businesses along uh the michigan ave corridor including some at strange matter coffee which i think is where they started to get famous um And uh, Biber went on to say that once she gets uh, Pants Baby back, she intends to give the woman a reward, a nice book about cats, and some small toys. I would be in. Uh, Biber said she plans on giving Pants Baby to her 17-year-old daughter as a class of 2019 high school graduation present. She is just a big fan of creepy dolls, Biber said Thursday in a phone interview. We have always thought Pants Baby is pretty special because there's something a bit tragic about him. Uh, and Biber also plans to add a celebratory found flyer at Strange Matter Coffee. Strange Matter has been offering a flash sale in the meantime using the promo code Pants Baby.
2: I just looked at up lot on Instagram again, and I showed Lauren, Lauren and, right and we have been silently laughing. So, we
0: need to post it to our yeah, Twitter page. We will.
2: For the listeners at home,
1: Lansing is a nice place. There's a good donut shop downtown with a great juice bar right next door, if that's more your thing. It's not all Pants Baby and people standing outside in the it's rain. A town, <laughs> it's
0: mostly Pants Baby. It's a town full of weirdos. And I live in that town, and I love that town. Aw. Um, yeah. It's nice, John. Yeah. It is, you don't see, like, stories like this that much. Is there, Pants
1: Baby our mayor now?
0: Could be. Cause this, <laughs> I feel like this used to be more of a common thing, like the these, like, viral things that, like, even before, like, the internet age. Because mm-hmm. now it's so easy to find, like, dumb things like this elsewhere. So it's kind of fun when it happens in your neck of the woods. Like those
1: people who post pictures of raccoons saying that they lost their cat. I yeah. love those. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and these, uh, this came about organically, too. I don't think this yeah. woman was trying to <laughs> garner uh, uh, some attention for... Well, besides just trying to get the doll back. I don't think she was trying to make it, you know, into the newspapers. She
2: really wanted that creepy doll back. What I want to know is... Who bought it and why?
0: I think Sid from Toy Story is the one who <laughs> bought it, and he's putting it on that mechanical spider body. Well, that's, exactly that's what the doll. Yeah, that's, that's what, what exactly. the doll head looks like. Yeah. That the yep. pant, Imagine instead of spider legs, it's just a pair of pants. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I could not get enough of this story. I don't know about you two.
2: Same. Um, Lauren silent. <laughs> she has so
0: many thoughts. She's processing.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the high-waisted jeans trend has gone too far. That's what I was thinking. I don't think it's that funny. I'm sorry, That's guys. A, that's a great joke. I, I appreciate
0: yeah. it.
2: You'll know it when you see it. It's just... just look at the picture. Google it was pants, just... I, I was scrolling through my Instagram feed and saw this and was like, who do I follow that posted this? And, and it was strange matter. I was going to say, it's the really cool, yeah. hip,
1: well-curated mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. feed of our local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, great story great people involved always uh, always good to see
1: i didn't coffee. cry this time during our our highlights so that was nice no
0: yeah b- <laughs> there were no more tears left for fans <laughs> there baby <no> more tears <laughs> left to cry, there were no more tears will. left to cry um <laughs> all right great uh great episode back after our brief hiatus after our um
2: unplanned two-week summer vacation yeah, un-
0: unlike uh, mitch mcconnell i give uh i give our our staff hear their recesses when they, mm. when they deserve them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Staff yeah. is the it's wrong topical,
1: word. John. Th- thank you, sir. <laughs> did you like? Did you, did you like that joke?
0: I just thought of it. Um, yeah, good episode back. It's some, like I said, there wasn't anything that happened in politics, so really pulled this one out of nothing. You know.
1: And we hope you enjoyed <laughs> it as much as we did. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, if you like us, you should. Oh, no, Mariel, oh, Mariel does Mariel's this. Not she has here. a lot more enthusiasm than me. Um, uh,
2: you know what? There's a search function on every social media. You yeah. can probably just, find us. Just Google Midwest Nice Podcast. It's fine. Yeah. Tell I think t- Twitter, it's
0: slash Midwest Nice Cast. Our website is Midwest-Nice.PineCast.co. Um, good
2: job. That was good. Anything else? Uh, our Instagram is Midwest Nice Podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: There. Keep listening. Please clap. Please subscribe. Please clap. Uh, (laughs) And we will see you next week.
2: See you later.